Family from the Heart Podcast, episode number 212. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Family from the Heart. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. This, my friends, is the podcast where we give you a behind-the-scenes look into what's going on in the lives of the Ravenscraft family, those crazy people that try to pull off this thing we call GSPN.TV. And everything else that God lays on our heart to pull off. But anyway, Stephanie, there is absolutely no plan for what we're going to cover today, except for the fact that I wrote down one item to share, to make sure right. that we shared in full detail what we thought about as far as a special museum that we went to during the Memorial Day holiday. And I don't want to mention what it is, except for the few people who are in the chat room who heard me mention it before. Ah, uh, we hit the record button here. And if anyone's already listened to Authentic Life Radio. That's true. I put that out for you yesterday, Sweet Pea. I did it for you. I know. Thank you. That's good because I'm behind on I never call else. her Sweet Pea, by the way. That's uh, <laughs> it's, it's a, a Jeff Foxworthy. It's an inside yeah, joke for us right. now. Oh, I love you too. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, did you find another pop cat? Awesome. I did. Sweet. I, I did not keep it for Megan. I threw it away. Oh, she'll be. <laughs> I threw your love in the trash. <laughs> nice. Thank you. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, Jeff Foxworthy, the thing there was, um, it was talking about how women, you know, he do everything. He, they do everything and they really don't, you know, they're, they don't always go around seeking, you know, recognition for everything. And, but if a guy does something, it's like, you know, hey, you know, you, you take notice. Hello, I just did something. You did so, this last week. So I know. Ahead. Hold on. You can you can tell on me in a minute. So the situation was just Jeff Foxworthy is like, you know, basically you've got you've got the wife. She's out there. She is black top resurfacing the black top on the driveway. And the husband opens up the door and says, hey, honey. I emptied out the ashtray. I did it for you, sweet pea. In comparison. Yes. Yeah, there is no, I'm sorry. But yes, that is where sweet pea comes from. And we use that quite often. I, we, we just say, I did it for you, sweet pea. In the last, what, 15 years? I mean, we use that. We've used that a lot. We've used it a lot. <laughs> we really have. Gosh, has it been? my? Yeah. You know, because I was still working at a place called Next Day Signs. When you and I were wow. dating. Yeah, that's where you worked when we started dating. When we, when you and I were dating. Oh, my gosh. That was mm-hmm. eons ago. I know. Wow. And you gave me yeah, here's, you gave Uh-oh. me a pager. Yes. And like you at, at work, you had made stickers for it. And yep. yeah. Decal sticker. Yeah, it was. I remember. Those were the days, Cliff. I know. Right? What happened? We got old all of a sudden. Dude, I am so tired. I feel extremely <laughs> old. I am not even kidding. So so where do we start with this thing? Well, I was gonna tell on you. I was gonna say you just oh, did yeah. that last you just did that what, last what week. What did I do last week? Um well I had asked you for some I'm having some some trouble with Matthew and and he whines every time I ask him to do something. Every time I ask him to do something, it is quite annoying. And so I asked you if you could help me out in that, you know, just he never sees you do anything around the house, like housework. He never sees you do housework because you don't because I don't ask you to. Mm-hmm. And so I'm asking you if you can kind of help me out with Matthew. You know, I need to. I. He's just going to think that these things are always done for him and never realize that eventually at some point he's going to have to do them for himself. And um I think it was later that day. I was so mad at you. It was <laughs> later that day. You had swept up some crumbs. The kids had had bags of chips and they had left crumbs in front of the um, the island there where they sit and eat. And you swept them up and you called for Matthew to hold the dustpan. And then you're like, I just swept the floor. <laughs> and I turned around. I'm like, what do you want? Applause? I mean, like, you don't even give me the opportunity to to say thank you and to be grateful because you're waiting for your pat on the back, which just made me angry and really didn't work for you at all. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't supposed to get a pat on the back. It was just like, Hey, I heard you. 
I'm that, taking action here. Yeah, that's not how you said. I just swept the kitchen floor. It was. <laughs> I, I, I think you heard it through your own filter, babe. You must have been having a bad day already. Probably was. Yeah. So I, I probably was. It, I but, meant nothing um, by it other than humor. Yeah, and then we really we have a we have to have a discussion about something that happened this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, you said something that's just really been bothering me, and I just really need some clarification. All right. You said that I nag sometimes like a certain person, mm-hmm. and it really bothers me because, and it really it puts me in a place where I don't want to ever say anything suggestive to you ever again. Oh, okay. Like I never want to give you another suggestion because I would not want to be. Well, we'll have to have like that. So conver- we need to have that conversation. We'll have that conversation. Because I am so bothered by that. Why well, you shouldn't be. But I am. Okay. Anyway, so our kitchen floor comes tomorrow or begins tomorrow. Our kitchen floor does. Uh, it is going under renovation tomorrow. I know. I'm so excited. Although I'm a little like, what? A, I know I need to move my bookshelf and they'll, I mean, there's not a lot of furniture in the kitchen that needs to be moved. Just the the table and chairs and the and stuff, and they will move the refrigerator and and the stove. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's not a big deal. But I'm really starting to get nervous about moving all of the stuff for the carpet on Monday. Yeah, yeah, that will be. That's going to be a lot of moving furniture. Yeah, a lot. It'll be a well. I think they'll move all the furniture. They will. No, no. I'm but talking you, about be like taking all the part the furniture. No, there's going to be a lot of moving stuff. Mm-hmm. Like. There are things that are stored underneath our bed <laughs> that we have to that I have to move and find a place to put. And what's stored under our bed? There's a box of photos and keepsakes and um Really? Yeah. Under our bed? Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'd put it in the garage, but have you seen it lately? <laughs> yes, I have, unfortunately. <laughs> it uh. is. I'm just um I really I think I really am at a place where I want to start over room by room and just move everything out and move back what is necessary. And I know I get to do that this week with the living room. Yes. Because <laughs> everything has to come out. And what is going back in there is only what is necessary. Right. Absolutely. Because I can't, I, 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 I'm, I'm really having a hard time functioning in, um, in the clutter right now. Mm-hmm. Yes, we have a lot of crap. We do have a lot of crap and we need to clean it out. <laughs> we do. <laughs> I would, I would not, dis, I would not disagree with you there at all. So this weekend we went away for, um, Memorial day holiday. We did. And I think we ended up leaving around one o'clock, 12 o'clock in the afternoon on Friday. Mm-hmm. What's so funny? Well, that's pretty close to three o'clock when we actually left. So. When did we have lunch? We ate at 3.30. Did we? Yeah. Oh. Well, <laughs> in my mind, we left much earlier. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, left, we left the house at 3.15. Yeah. We ate at 3.30. Okay. So and We got on the road at about 4, a little bit after. We drove down to my parents' uh, house down on the lake, Lake Douglas, which is just outside of the Smoky Mountains uh, in Sevierville, Tennessee. Yes. And um, we pretty much took it easy. I mean, it, we actually left when it was daylight. I think we still got, we got there. There was still daylight when we got there. Wasn't there? Or no? No. There, there's not much daylight left at 1030, honey. Was it? No, it was dark. You're right. <laughs> What's all that going on outside? I have no idea. I was very specific and clear with them that asked them to leave each other alone. And and if not, their friends had to leave. Okay. Because Megan and Matthew both have a have a guest. Gotcha. So I'll go bust that party up when we're done. All right. So anyway. okay. So we so got in around 1030. We got in. We got in earlier than normal. Though. Right. Because normally we get in around 1230 or one, mm-hmm. which is exhausting. Very exhausting. But uh, it was a decent ride down. Uh, we had a little bit of traffic. I think you told a little bit of a story about the road rage <laughs> incident. I did. Uh, in what is that? Authentic Life Radio. Episode 31. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exposing Dirty Laundry. Is that what you titled it? Yes. It's titled Good. Exposing Dirty Laundry. Yeah. 
Uh, anyway, it, it was. I mean, I wasn't having experiencing road no, rage. No, but he was causing other people to experience. I didn't cause anything. They caught. They brought they it chose. upon I themselves. I know. I understand. I, I I understand. Yeah. You cannot cause them to feel something. Yes. They exactly. choose that. They chose to get upset. They chose to pull their car halfway out. So I couldn't pass them, even though we weren't going to merge for another two and a half miles. I know. Um, you know, they they wanted they wanted it's it's the whole case of misery loves company. You know, you're driving down and the hold on, we gotta go end a fight, and we're back. I'm gonna go get my own Nerf gun. That's what's gonna happen this summer. <laughs> Mom's gonna have a Nerf gun, and there the rest go. of them are gonna be sorry. <laughs> That's what's gonna happen. Sweet. I'm gonna have a stash all over the house. That's fine. <sighs> all right, it's over for now. Tina says, "Hey, sweetie, I ended the fight." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. So anyway, road rage. Road rage. So basically, it's that whole deal where you know the sign says that you know. Uh, right lane merge it, you know, right lane ends merge, you know, keep left, blah, 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 blah. Well, technically speaking, you still have two legal lanes of traffic that for three are miles open for another three miles before you are forced to merge into a single lane. But of course, everybody has this, you know, I'm the new sheriff in town mentality. And <laughs> no, everyone has this. Let's follow the rules. The sign says get over. Let's get over. And then they want to be the new sheriff in town. The sign says, you know, one lane ahead, you know, <laughs> keep left. You know, sure, keep left is one one way of looking at it. But as far as I'm concerned, there's a whole lane that's legally open. What they don't know is that Cliff so <laughs> wanted to drive over the missing highway that <laughs> he was going to do it. So anyway, it was funny. Basically... Ah, yeah, it was it was fun. It was fun. It was and fun. I tell that story in um, Authentic Life Radio, episode thirty-one of Authentic Life Radio. Yeah. It's quite hilarious. So basically, the the whole the the whole story the the fun part about it was the fact that everybody's flipping us off and our kids are turning around <laughs> in the waving. back window and they're waving at everybody, <laughs> smiling as we drive on by. Oh, uh, we're raising monsters. Yes, I'm okay with that. Yeah, it's all right. So anyway, road rage, um, fun time driving down. It wasn't a bad drive at all. No. It was uh, actually quite pleasant. Um, yeah, no, no real, real events there. Then we got in. We actually just kind of went to bed that night, right? We just, you I did. Went, I went to bed. You left me hanging. I, I suggested we um, all go to bed. Going to bed. <laughs> I did. I was exhausted. <laughs> you didn't suggest anybody join you. I'm going to bed. Okay. Good night. And you left me to put those three. Mon- you, do you realize it's one of me against three of them? They've been in the car for six hours now. <laughs> they're quite anxious. They're they're happy to have arrived. Mm-hmm. And they need to get some stuff out of their system. All and right. you left me. I was finished driving for six hours after working you supposedly even beyond one o'clock in the afternoon and so i was tired and i went to bed and then i i came up and um i i got them in bed and i came up and uh i asked you if you had turned down all of the air conditioner like your dad had asked you he wanted you to turn the thermostats down on each floor there are three levels of the house and you said no I said, are you going to? And you said, no. (laughs) I don't think I have ever stomped downstairs louder (laughs) in my life. I was so frustrated. And you know what I should have done? What? I should have just gone to bed. That's what I would have done. In fact, that's what I did. I know. I got the. But I, I knew your parents f- were going to get in I later. Got, I got the middle floor. I got the upstairs. No, I'm I like, got the upstairs. Thank you very much. Well, you had already got <laughs> the upstairs. I got the middle floor. It's like okay, nobody's going to be downstairs in the basement. But that cools two of the rooms that are on the middle floor. Does it? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> Whoops. One of those rooms 
is one of the ones that our kids were sleeping in. Ah, see, I did not know that that, that I figured, you know, anyway. You figured it was downstairs. It cooled downstairs. Exactly. Yes. That's that, all I that's thought. That's why Cliff doesn't work in heating and cooling. <laughs> <laughs> well, makes sense but, now. So, <laughs> so thank you, Sweet Pea, for going down and You're welcome. turning that on oh, very loudly. Um, keeping me up. Well, what, for five seconds? I'm, just, I'm sure you were not up that long. I'm just kidding. Yeah. And then, um, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't calm down. I couldn't go to sleep until I knew that McKenna was asleep. Mm-hmm. So I stayed up and waited until she was asleep and then went to bed. But Saturday, then Saturday. Saturday was a good day. Um, th- I think that was the day. That was the day we just stayed around the house and then, um, I wasn't feeling well. So Megan tucked me into bed. And you guys went out on the boat? Yeah. Be, well, before that, we on Saturday, we I asked, yeah, I said, is there anything you guys want to do while we're down here? Now, I want to make sure that, you know, we, we're not sitting there trying to do everything all at once at the last minute. Is there anything you want to do? And the only thing, you, <coughs> excuse me, the only thing you guys came up with was you wanted to go see this Titanic. Was, that's what Megan wanted to do. She's been wanting to do that for a long time. Yeah. The Titanic Museum. And so, um, you know, I went ahead and purchased phones from or tickets from my iPhone uh, and it worked just fine. And that was and we picked a, you know, a time in the afternoon on Sunday to go and do that. So it left us Saturday all open to ourselves. Yes, you you went. Um, let's see. I think Matthew, myself and my dad and PJ, mm-hmm. the four of the, the guys, we went down to the lake and got in the boat and went for a long boat ride. Yes. And then I earlier in the afternoon. Early in the afternoon. And we came back from that and then we had lunch. Delayed lunch. A delay what? Someone in the house thought you were delaying lunch. Oh, okay. Anyway. You guys took too long of a boat ride. Well, we, we But had you a, had had you just had breakfast. Yeah. It so. was it was all good. But yeah, we had um we had a good um a good lake lunch. We had hamburgers and hot dogs, and that's what you're supposed to have when you're at the lake, right? Yeah, especially for Memorial Day. Yeah. And then uh, we took the boat. I took, um, after that, I think, I can't remember what all happened We after just that. hung out for a while. But then uh, just myself and the three kids, uh, I took Megan, Matthew, and McKenna down to the lake, and we went for a little bit of a boat ride, and they wanted to jump in and go swimming, so we all jumped in and went swimming together. Awesome. And my dad had purchased this big thing called, it's called the Ski Bob, uh-huh. which is a three-person float that you can pull behind a boat. And it's it's pretty good sized and everything. Uh, three grown adults could fit on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we blew that up with, uh, thankfully, my dad bought one of those a pump. <laughs> electric pumps yeah. to pump it up because that would have taken forever. But anyway, um, we, and so I hooked that up to the back. I pulled Matthew and Megan behind on that. McKenna wouldn't get on it, but uh, the, all three of them swam in the lake. And the, I love that McKenna swam in the lake because the whole car ride down all morning Saturday, I'm not getting on that boat. I am not getting in the lake. I'm not getting in the lake because I'm not getting on that boat. You have to remember that at seven, she's pretty certain that she's 17. Yeah. <laughs> and her head spins when she talks and she waves her finger. She was not getting on that boat. She did not want to do it. She was not going to swim. It was disgusting. And I'm so glad that and she, she was having a blast. Yeah. So, I mean, you were inside the house, and but I was with them for a couple hours. And then we came back. I think we had dinner and then sat around for a little bit. And then we went back out again because they wanted to go back out. And this time you came out with us, right? Um, we that- had dinner when we got back. I came out when okay. I woke up. I came out and I met you guys, and you came to the That's dock. That's right. And picked we, me yeah. Up. That, okay. So we came to the dock and picked you up. But then, but you got to see them. I mean, yeah, they, just they were had, having a blast. They were just having a blast, and and it was cool. It was the I think that was the first time where we had the boat where it was just myself and you and the, the five kids. Of us. Yeah, and it was just so peaceful and quiet. It was really cool. Um, and, and it was just fun. I would, it's just like, and I think you had said something. It's like, wow, we have, we have late kids. I said that on Sunday night, but yeah, whoever would have thought we would have lake kids. Like I hate to swim in a lake. Mm -hmm. I really do. Um, it's just, I don't enjoy it. Yeah. And my kids were having 
a blast. Yeah. So much fun. I, I don't see any. You know, it, it's really weird. I would never want to swim off of the dock of a lake. But if yeah. you pull me out into the you middle. you feel the dirt. Yeah. I mean, just all of that stuff. But uh, but you take me out into the middle of the lake or take me out a couple, you know, to where you're about 15, 20 feet, 30 feet deep or more, then I'm perfectly fine. I, I, I have no problem swimming out there. But uh, for some reason, I just don't like to swim close to the shore in a lake. It, it seems dirty, but it's not as dirty in the middle. No, right. Mm. <laughs> Doesn't matter. People are still peeing in it. Oh, come on. What? There's more pee in a swimming pool. But it'll change color. <laughs> That's what they say. It doesn't. Trust me, I know. Yes, it does. <laughs> it doesn't. It does. It doesn't. Whatever. <laughs> anyway. When was the last time you were at a swimming pool? Uh, it's been 1985? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Trust me, it changes color now. <laughs> nice. That's funny. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I try. Anyway. Sometimes I'm funnier than others, but... So anyway, we um, Sunday we went to the Titanic Museum, and this is a really cool experience. You know, it, it you know for a family of five, uh, you know, two adults and three children, it can be kind of expensive. I think overall, just the admission with the voice, um, the voice toured uh, guide things that you hold up to your ear, I think it was just over a hundred dollars for all of us. Okay, just to get in, yeah, and stuff like that. But I I feel like it was worth it. I do. I think that it was $100 well spent. And I believe that we spent, what, about two and a half hours there? Um, I think about that. Yeah. I mean, we really took our time going through it. And I loved that our kids were taking it in. Like, McKenna's at this stage right now at seven where she is really fascinated with real stories and every time we watch a movie every time we watch a show that has real people not cartoons like she knows that those are just for fun but anytime we watch a movie or she's like is this real did this really happen you know and and she's really really interested in those things right now and so when we got to tell her on the way there that this was real that this really happened, that um, that these people were real. She became more interested in it. And then when we got there, they give you a card that has the name of an actual passenger. And so that just made it more real for her. And she got to read her card about her person um selena cook and and she got to read about that and then at the end got to find out you know what had happened to her and um i was really worried about whether mckenna would like this or not i'm like okay you know for mckenna maybe we should still be going to the aquarium but she really took it in i i mean i was so impressed with the way that she took it in and the way she was looking for the numbers so that she could listen with her audio thing that we had and and she was taking in that, that that information. She was as fascinated by it as Megan was. Yep. And I thought that that was the really cool thing. Exactly. And that that's the one thing, you know, these audio they 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 don't give you a guided tour through the museum. And when you're standing in line, they say, "Listen, you know, honestly, you know, if you want the best of everything, then then you want to get these audio things that we rent to you." And of course, it's like, "Why don't you just include it in the ticket price?" Right, you know. Right. But anyway, um but I, I'm sitting there thinking, you know what, I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to get each of us one of these things because I think that, you know, we'll, we'll take in more. I know that I'll, I'm not the type of person that likes to go up to a thing and just read a bunch of plaques, you know, where you're shoulder to shoulder with everybody else that's trying to read it. So I figure at least this way I can press the number, listen to what it is that I'm supposed to take notice of in this particular area. Right. <laughs> I would say hands down that the museum with the audio tour and, and having that and having the, you know, plenty of time to go through and experience the museum. I would give as far as quality entertainment or time with family or just a, a, a good thing to do while in pigeon forge, those smoke smoky mountains. I would give this a nine out of 10. Yeah. Uh, for uh, on a scale of with the audio recorder, 
I obviously I can't tell you what it would be like without the audio recorder. I think it would take a lot longer to go through without the audio if you were stopping and reading all of the captions because there were there are like four million dollars worth of artifacts that that are in this museum. And a lot of them have like little captions, you know, about what it is and, you know, if it belonged to a passenger and things like that. But um, so if you're going through and reading all of that, um, it's going to take a lot longer than with the with the audio tour that we had. And I thought that the most um, amazing thing about the audio tour is that they have um on some of their on, on some of the things they have actual survivors talking about it you know mm-hmm. and I, I i really enjoyed that i thought that that was really cool to hear the voice of of a, a person who was there yeah right it, it, with <clears throat> I, I would say that without the audio tour things without those extra things that you get um number one i probably would have went through the entire museum in about 30 minutes or less mm-hmm. Uh, just because I wouldn't have, you know, I wouldn't have taken as much interest. Right. And so it, it was good for me. I, and I think it added a ton of value to the experience. And so, uh, but still I, on a, on a scale of one to 10 of, you know, things we could have done that day, I give this a nine out of 10. Absolutely. And I, I think that it would have been something to be honest with you. I'm, I'm a history buff. I like history. I'm okay with museums, but when I'm at the Smoky Mountains, do I think, oh, let's go to a museum? No, not really. I, you know, I, I honestly, a 10 out of 10 for me every time would be driving up through the Smoky Mountains. Right. Uh, and, and stuff like that. You know, I think about doing those kind of things, going to the Biltmore is a 10 out of 10 for me because it's so awesome. Just the, the grounds there and, and, and to think so big mm-hmm. about what possibilities exist out there. Um, you know, putt putt is a good 10 out of 10. It's, it's a Smoky Mountain things that you thing mm-hmm. you do. <laughs> going through a cave or something like that. Um, you know, th- these are the things that I think of when I go to the Smoky Mountains. And, and I, when, when Megan introduced the idea of going to the Titanic museum, I'm like, everybody seems to want to do this. Okay, we'll do it. And I wasn't looking forward to it, but by the time we, <laughs> by the time we were done, um, it did like I said, it ended up being about two and a half hours. Uh, and ended up being a majority of our day of what we did that day. And it was worth it. it was and so and good. it wasn't just me. It wasn't just Stephanie. All three of our kids thoroughly enjoyed it. Right. I, th- I thought that it was truly fascinating. Um, one of my favorite um, rooms was the one where there was... Um, was he a priest? Yes, Father, Father Thomas. Yeah, who um, was on it when it went from... Well, now I can't remember. Now I can't remember, but... Um, where did it start out in? It, it, there were anyway, three, there were there three places three, in yeah. Europe that it started before it crossed the And I can't remember before it started ocean. to cross the ocean. Um, but he was on it for, for that short time mm-hmm. and took pictures, which ended up being the only photos on the ship and um of people on and i loved that that i loved that room it it was very it was very cool yeah it was very cool but um but connecting our kids to history to in in that way in in a specific um event in history they really enjoyed that they did they really enjoyed that to feel you can you can feel an iceberg yeah, they have a yeah they have an authentic you know uh iceberg yeah. made in this refrigerated room and it's you can, freezing it is cold uh and they actually have the water at 28 degrees so they have this rail and out uh, on the other side of the rail you can stick your hand in this this yeah. big thing of water that was creepy and uh the water is is cooled or chilled at 28 degrees yeah. which is exactly the temperature of, of the, water the water that those people had sank into and it is freezing cold it is so cold painfully cold. right because one one of the things it says see how long you can keep your hand in there or, or you know what um i just touched it i if i got my hand that cold mm-hmm. i would never warm up <laughs> i'd still be cold but um it, it was it was truly it was truly fascinating yeah. and um 
you know, learning that that the last survivor who was two months old when she was on um, the ship died in 2009. And so Megan really processing that and being like, there is no one alive today who was on that ship and, and just watching them, watching them take it in. That was my favorite part of the whole thing. I mean, I loved the museum and, and there were things about it that, that were my favorites, but I think overall it was watching my kids experience it that were my favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I, I certainly, I think the, uh, the story of, of the Titanic is something that captures a lot of people's mm-hmm. attention. I remember studying it as at school when I was a kid and I don't remember being all that interested in it. Right. Um, okay. It was the biggest boat. It was, this, I don't remember it was anything that. about it until the movie came out. And then, uh, oh gosh, I studied like, it in, in Catholic school when okay, like well, maybe fifth grade, yeah, it, was, it was big. Um, and yeah, it's just like, okay. So a big cruise ship, you know, sank. Okay. Not a big deal. And, but man, I tell you the, the movie came out and of course that really, you know, brought it to life. Uh, too much so for me personally. Cliff was stuck <laughs> in this depressed funk for I didn't weeks. like that movie. Weeks. I'll never watch it again. Um, but anyway, the the museum I thought did an amazing job of really capturing this. So, and I know that you said this, but I just want to point this out that everybody in line to go in is given a boarding pass with the mm-hmm. name of a of an authentic passenger and a little bit about their story of who they were, why they were on the ship whether they're in first class, second class, third class or crew or if they were a part of the crew. Um, and so you get to know these people and you're at and the the memorial room, they call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a wall that tells you and it divides them by first class, first class, second, third and crew. Um, it divides them. And then on the top, they say, you know, they showed the list of the names of the survivors in alphabetical order for each of those segments and their age and their age. And then at the bottom, it shows the the people who did not survive. Yeah, uh, for each of those various groups, and and you actually take and look for your name. You look okay. I'm in second class, and then you look okay. Last name is this, and you look in the survivors, and you don't see it. And and sure enough, for me, my the person that I had did not survive. So right. it, it it does. It brings it home, makes it more real. It does and. Uh, you know, it, 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 it was, it's just something else. And you know, what's, what's interesting is, you know, all of this stuff. I mean, I have grown up and I've heard lots and lots of stuff about the Titanic way before the movie ever came out. And, you know, this is just such a famous point in history. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, back then, before the tragedy, this was just another ship. Right. You know, it was the, what it was the star, the star line or star. I know this. Um, go ahead it's something star yeah white star white star okay so i think so uh anyway it's just another cruise ship in the white star line there was one the year before and there was one the year after the olympic came before and and so anyway the the olympic got all of the attention and i mean it's just like everybody and when the titanic came out i was like whatever whatever other than the fact that they said this is the unsinkable ship. So my my immediate thought is, okay, well, I'm not getting on the one that they said, you know, they had the big year before because if <laughs> this, this, one if this one's unsinkable, here's the deal. I don't want one that they think could sink. <laughs> right. Um, but anyway, the, the sh- um, they show this one footage where they're showing the, the Olympic being built. And they say, you know, and the, the thing is, press never gave any attention to the other ships. And in fact, if you're looking at this one ship being pulled out of its, you know, its place where it was constructed, if the cameraman would have just panned to the left, just a, even a hair, you would have seen the Titanic in the throes of construction. Right. Uh, which I thought was interesting. There were um, there are two interesting points that I wanted to make about the museum. Number one, number one. Um, I do not like their cell phone policy in this okay. place. I mean, I understand that they don't want people to take pictures and videos and YouTube and Flickr and all of this other stuff. You know, just say it. You know, we would prefer that you not 
have your 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 cell phones turned on. We would prefer that you not do this. We would prefer this. We would prefer that. We you know we really do concern ourselves with the copyright of the materials that are here. Please, out of respect for us, please keep your cell phones off at all times. Right. All right. Is that what they said? No. no. They lied to us instead. You have to understand, you must turn your cell phone off. If your cell phone is turned on even for a minute, you will you will set off silent alarms that will cause all kinds of problems for everyone and, you know, it, it will be disruptive to everybody in the museum. And I'm like, silent alarms if your phone's locked on? Now, did I turn my cell phone off? Absolutely not. I didn't pull it out of my pocket. I didn't go to take pictures. Did I want to? Sure. Uh, I, I would have loved to have snapped a photo of Megan and Matthew, you know, in front of a thing here or there. Am I allowed to? No. Did I respect them? Yes. No big deal, right? So anyway, at the very end, at the very end, and I mean, I'm literally four feet away from the from the exit of the building. I'm sitting on a bench and I pull out my phone just to look at my email because I hadn't looked at it all day. I just wanted to see if anything uh, crazy was in there. And so I'm sitting there looking at my email, and this lady comes up, and she goes, excuse me, sir, I need you to put that, I need you to turn that all the way off right now. Uh, You don't understand. They have silent alarms in here, and if that's, you know, it will set off alarms, and you won't hear it because they're silent alarms, but it buzzes this most horrible buzzing noise in our ears, and it will, it it just, it's painful, and and I just hope that you would just do that for me. If you could just turn that off right now, that would be great. And I'm like, seriously? Come on. I, I happen to know five cell phones that have been turned on the entire time that I've been in here in every single room in every place. Have we pulled them out and taken pictures? No. Have they been receiving signals, text messages, you know, all that stuff, you know, push notifications going in and out of this place? Yes, the entire time. Have your alarms gone off? You don't have any secret silent sound system happening, picking up radar and telephone <laughs> signal. You're just like those silly, goofy people at the airline that tell me to turn off my cell phone until we're so many thousand feet in the air. Come on. This is ridiculous. I was really ticked off at the lady. I know you were. I was ticked. Now, I didn't say anything to her. I was very respectful. I did not turn my phone off. I just turned my phone upside down until she walked away. And then I turned it back over and finished reading my email. But I was really ticked off. And I'll tell you what, if anybody from the Titanic Museum ever hears this review, I absolutely loved your museum. But the one reason why I won't give you a 10 is because you guys ticked me off with your cell phone policy. (laughs) I love when you make that face. Just wanted to say that. (laughs) (sighs) Better? I, I do feel It didn't better. matter to me because I left the house without my cell phone. I spent all weekend cell phone free. You know, and, and it was I, fantastic. You have, to, I mean, I no, didn't answer phone calls, for, didn't answer text messages for, or emails or Twitter. Or, for the purpose of, of people listening, did was I attached to my cell phone this week? No. I wasn't. I mean, I literally, th- there was one time we had a really decent connection right sitting there. The, nobody else was around. I was by myself. I just wanted to sneak, you know, just a minute just to see, you know, hey, what's happened? Is it, you know, is the world still intact outside of Pigeon Forge, Tennessee? That's all I wanted. No big deal. But anyway, I was, oh man, I was. I know you were. I was, I was not a happy camper. I know. <laughs> but, you know, it's just, just don't lie to me. I'm not setting off any sound security system. You know, and she's like, as soon as you get into, and she says, as soon as you get in the gift shop, you can turn it on as much as you want. And I'm like, the gift shop is three feet to my left. Seriously? You don't want me taking a picture of your grand staircase. Come on. Just tell me what it, just be honest with me. That's all I want. I mean, what's wrong with just being honest? I really don't know. Why can't you just say, we really would prefer you to not have your phones out. We don't know. You know what phones do or don't have cameras and we would just prefer it's our policy that we ask you to agree when you come into the museum that you don't turn your cell phone on that's it just to to say that i would have i would have turned it down i would have turned it off i would have done whatever but you don't lie to me anyway 
So. 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 Uh, <laughs> and then I do have one other point. And this one is actually more of an interesting thing. And one that I actually want to find out if it's true or not. And that is something I'm going to tell you about after as soon as we talk about our sponsor. Okay, go ahead. Our sponsor, of course, is Mar- Mardell.com. M-A-R-D-E-L.com. Again, Mardell.com is the sponsor for this show. They have been a sponsor for four and a half years. Wow. You guys have consistently been going and purchasing uh, online materials from them, or actually Christian books, Bibles, homeschool curriculums. Obviously, you've been sharing the code with other people. Promo code GSPN in the shopping cart gets you 10% off of anything you buy from Mardell on their store. And uh, they're happy to have you share that code. I'm happy to have you share that code. And I, I've been asking you more and more to go and find other people you can share that promo code with, whether it be homeschool organizations, large churches, anybody else that you know, just tell them to go to Mardell.com, M-A-R-D-E-L.com. And uh, use promo code GSPN in the shopping cart. It's a great way to say thank you to them for sponsoring the show, for making the show possible for four and a half years, and also a great way to support them for supporting us and saying thank you. Uh, But the other thing I wanted to say um, real quickly is this is May 31st. It is. Daryl Darnell, who is our connection to Mardell and, and how we actually got the uh the sponsorship he emailed me earlier today because he's coming to he's coming to blog world Uh, right he's coming to blog world new media expo he's putting together an amazing panel for uh for podcast for the podcasting track on uh how to create a successful tv show fan podcast or actually a successful fan podcast because it's not just tv shows right but anyway um looking forward to doing uh to having him there anyway in his email he says wow Sales for the GSPN promo code are really good this month. And I think he said they might be approaching 20,000. Wow. <laughs> so you guys have been busy. Yeah. Uh, and I, I just want to say thank you so very much for using promo code GSPN when you're shopping at Mardell and for going out of your way to buy some books from Mardell. It means a lot to us. Now, the no. one final thing that I have from the Titanic Museum was oh. about the flooring. Seeing how the yes. flooring seems flooring to be. Flooring is our, our topic of choice this week. Do you think you can carry the story? I do. Um, so there's a, there's a section of the museum where you walk in to what was the grand staircase. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are giving you some facts about that. And at that time, when, so what was that like? 1911, 1910, when they were building the Titanic. Uh, right? Well, it sailed, it sailed 1912, in 1912. So yeah, so yeah, right about then. Um, they wanted the most expensive flooring that they could find because that's what the ship was about. Right. So, so they were thinking about Italian the, marble. Were, that was what was. Mm-hmm. Or, I think they said Italian marble is what was on order. Okay. Is that right? I missed that part. Okay. But what they have or had, and now what they have in the museum is linoleum. Linoleum. <laughs> the millionaire's flooring is what they called it. Yeah. Actually. Um, is that what they called it? Well, she, I think Something you may like have had a, I, I went up earlier than you. So I think I heard somebody different. So she, she okay. said that basically, you know, they, they had this Ita- fine Italian marble that they, that they were going to do the entire floor in. And then all of a sudden it's like, you know, they, they wanted the most opulent. They wanted the most mm-hmm. amazing, the exquisite uh, things. And back then they had this <gasps> thing. It was called the floor of the future. Yeah. And only, you know, they wanted the, so basically they, they actually canceled the order for the marble flooring, fine Italian marble and they opted to go with the much more expensive much more expensive flooring of the future which was in fact linoleum, linoleum. i love it. and i'm pretty sure that the lady that i heard called it the millionaire's floor yeah um the millionaire's flooring and um i think that is hilarious because we've just chosen flooring for our kitchen floor and we went back on you know did we want well i knew ceramic tile was never an option because I don't like cold feet. But, um, we didn't know what we were going to do in there. And 
and we just decided to put new linoleum in there. Yeah. That that's and we weren't like overly excited about it. I can tell you I'm a little happier about it now. <laughs> <laughs> we have the flooring of the future, babe. Only millionaires have <laughs> have this flooring. Too bad it's a hundred years later and it actually is the future. And yeah. Yeah. But um I, I'm very pleased with the linoleum that we picked out though, and I can't that wait look, to that looks like uh um what the, did you say before? What? Stone. Oh yeah. The yeah. linoleum does look like stone, and I'm okay with that. But yeah. um I am uh I'm really excited to to get rid of that white floor and and tip, which was another thing. The 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 um the floor in the grand staircase is white. <laughs> and with all of the people that would have walked across like that would have been hard to be clean. Well, I guess they didn't have to worry about it too well, much, I know. unfortunately. I know. So they should have thought about that. But um I know, because after eight years of trying to keep a white kitchen floor clean, I'm just I'm done. Yep. It's over. It's got to go. And it's getting ripped out tomorrow. It is getting ripped out tomorrow. So that was that was our vacation weekend. Um, we had a great time at the T- Titanic Museum. And yeah, it, it, it's it, time to. Um, it was fun. It, it was fun. But it might be time to discuss um, a game plan. A plan. For our new car. Yeah. Why? Because I had to ride in the back. You didn't have to. The you chose whole way to. Home. You chose to. You didn't have to. I rode in the back the whole way home. You did. The only thing I asked is, would you be willing to sit in the back and let Kenna sit up front so she doesn't get car sick? Megan on all gets the- car sick also, and that's what makes her cranky. Okay. So while our children did not fight the whole way home, mm-hmm. which was a blessing, I had to ride in the back, and it's cramped quarters. I know why they fight. Mm-hmm. I know why they fight back there. It was, it was, you know, it was a quiet ride home though. I can tell you that there wasn't any fighting. Uh, you guys were watching your movie. Megan had her earbud, one earbud in and, uh-huh. and I chose, I opted to have no music and no podcast on the way home. Mm-hmm. It was, it was a good six and a half hours of, of, of almost pure silence. And it was great. Uh, and at the same time, though, Megan and I, Megan and I, didn't talk the entire time, nonstop, all the way home. But you did not talk. The but time. we had a lot of great, valuable, fun conversations on the way home, and that would not have happened had the radio been on. Mm-hmm. It was. It was. That's not true. Megan yes. and I are in the car all the time, and we have great conversations okay. with the radio. You on. You would have. I would not have. I'm just saying it wouldn't have been her. It would have been you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But it was it was and a, she had her one ear button, so she was able to function because she had her music. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I Yeah. Because you don't understand that about us and, and you are so set in your own ways that you don't try to I can't have a conversation with you while there's music I playing in the background. Mm-hmm. Which is funny because I come down here to do accounting work and you have music going on in the background and you're doing something over there and you're reading your numbers out loud and I'm not supposed to get confused by my numbers <laughs> over here. <laughs> it's it. There's a difference between doing work with music on in the background and trying to carry on a conversation with music on the background for me. It, it, it's weird. I, I don't know. Especially in the car though. I, yeah. Anyway. You're just uptight. I am uptight. I'm an old cranky old man you are i am but it would um it was a good trip it wasn't a bad trip (laughs) okay we both we both have different opinions of it there was no fighting i hate to be in the car but i mean the trip overall though was good oh the trip was yeah you're talking see i'm I'm talking talking about about the the drive home i'm talking about the overall trip trip, that was fantastic yeah it was good to get away we really needed that it was a great weekend getaway and something we all needed and we all enjoyed so that was it It was was, good it was good it was very good and then uh yeah so i came back yesterday was a high stress day actually last two days high stress trying to get caught up from being gone for three and a, I guess a quarter days <laughs> not half <laughs> three and a quarter days and then of course I'm going to be gone you know away what? from work for about seven to nine days for blog world yeah, next week we got home and it was still daylight out that was very nice that's what I was thinking okay so it was we still did. daylight when we got home on Monday 
Yes. As we got home at about 7.30 in the evening. And that was that was a lot nicer than pulling in at like 9 o'clock. That's yeah. just exhausting. But yet you're going to be... So there'll be no Family from the Heart next week, will there? There is no Family from the Heart. There's no There's shows no next shows week. There's no shows next week. Not. I mean, we even canceled Authentic Life Radio. And we don't even need you to produce that show. So, yeah. Um, it's a week but off. But Sarah and I's, Sarah and I's um, weeks are, are really busy next week. So... Um, so that's why we chose to take to take the week off. So no shows next week, mm-hmm. and you're going to be gone. I am still, I am still so nervous. Now I know that I'm going to be able to figure it out because I'm a smart person, and I know that about myself. But I am still freaking out about having to rehook the TV and the satellite after they install my carpet and put the furniture back in. Because here's what I did, people. They called. They were like, okay, we can start your kitchen floor on Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. Um, And it's probably going to be a day and a half job. I said, okay, well, if you start it on Friday, will you finish it on Saturday or will they wait until Monday to finish? Um, And she said that they would finish on Saturday. I'm like, well, that's perfect because we record podcasts on Wednesday and Thursday and wouldn't want all of that noise upstairs. So that's why I made it to start tomorrow. And then they'll finish it on Saturday. She's like, okay, and then we can come back Monday and install your carpet. Perfect. I go to edit to your calendar, and, and then I'm I gone. see that you're gone. You leave. You fly out on Monday. And I am going to either, number one, no, this is what I'm going to do. I am going to figure out how to hook the TV and the satellite back up because you're going to show me very simply. Everything else can be added later. Mm-hmm. But... Um, just a few things that need to be hooked up so that my kids are not here for a week with no TV. That would, um, that that would just cause added stress on me with a week with you know nothing to escape to. So really, the TV's for me, not the kids. I just keep blaming it on them. But um, but when I looked at your calendar that day, I was like, oh gosh, I'm going to be here with the kids for a week with 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 no TV. How how is that? How is that going to happen? That's that just that 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 can't happen. I'm going to have to reschedule. Great. It's going to be another week before I get my carpet. I cannot believe I did this. And so now I'm just no, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure it out. Yep. And I'll make it easier for you. I know. 82 easy steps. 82 easy steps <laughs> for hooking up the satellite television. I probably, I need I need the TV, the satellite and the Roku. I mean, we don't And that's all I need. That's all I need. We don't need surround sound. We can we can we can use the TV sound. I mean, really um but it was uh but we definitely need the Roku cuz I'm pretty sure we're planning on watching a lot of One Tree Hill while you're gone. Hey, just real quick, a couple things uh just little miscellaneous items. Uh we canceled our Netflix DVDs. Right. Any thoughts on that? We did. We canceled our Netflix DVDs. I didn't think that it needed more explanation. Um We had the 2 DVD plus streaming plan with Netflix. Yeah. We did. And we weren't really watching. I mean, we hardly we ever, have, we rarely ever sit down and watch a DVD um, from, from, Netflix. from Netflix. And the reason why is because our kids get in there and play around with our queue and they send us by kids. He means McKenna. Okay. <laughs> some of, some of our kids, they, they, they go in and they add these movies. And then all of a sudden we have two kids movies that never get watched. Yeah. And, you know, and it seems like every time we would want to watch a movie that's on DVD from Netflix, it's also available right across the street in a red box. Usually. Yeah. The newer movies are are right across. The, and, you know, and anything $21 else. Twenty one dollars a month to have streaming plus DVDs. two DVDs. And so we canceled them and. um. So twenty one. And now we're at seven ninety nine. Yeah. Minus it's fantastic. Eight. So it's costing us $13 a month to watch mm-hmm. nothing, pretty much. And you know, I saw on Twitter the other day that, or not the other day, but probably about a month ago, that The Hunger Games is going to be streaming on Netflix by the end of the year. I'm like, if That's, they're going to be doing this and getting the newer movies, there's no reason that we need to be getting a DVD. Right. I mean, because we can just go across the street and get and, the red, and get the red, the red box. box. It's right. a dollar twenty-seven or something like mm-hmm. that. So, I mean, it, it's... It makes sense. I mean, we, gosh, we could watch seven Redbox movies a month and still break still, even. Right. Absolutely. So I canceled it. Now, with that being said, there were there are three movies in Redbox that I wanted to 
uh, get recently. Uh, one is we wanted to. Uh, I think Netflix. I, no, for to I wanted to get from Redbox. Oh, okay. Uh, but they're all available in in Netflix. And the thing is, is I canceled Netflix, but I'm prepaid until June something, mm-hmm. like June eighth or something like that. So, uh, but the th- all three movies were available both on Netflix DVD and also in Redbox. So I chose not to get them in Redbox, but to get them through Netflix get- before you expire exactly so we bought a zoo is something i think all of us want to rewatch. Uh-huh. Uh, it was a great movie um it's got scarlett johansson in it mm-hmm. so wonderful movie and uh let's see here then there's also uh what's the other movie that we just watched tower heist terrible movie terrible movie <laughs> don't waste your time i cannot get those two hours back i could have went to bed rather than forcing myself to stay up in the hopes that this movie would turn funny yeah it it was not don't i wasn't looking for it to be money. funny i just i was just looking for it to be a suspenseful wow how are they gonna pull this off and they tried to pull off funny instead of suspenseful. It you was know. Ben Stiller and Eddie Murphy. How did you not expect it to be funny? I mean, I it was supposed no to be funny. I have no idea. It it wasn't a great. It was it. I I would on a scale of one to ten, I would give it about a three and a half. Um, <laughs> I'm not I'm not as upset that I spent you know that amount of time watching it. I mean, it was okay. It entertained me. But uh, I would never recommend it to a friend. I laughed once. And I would never watch it again. That's not true. I, I laughed more than once. But um, now Lourdes says she she really, really, really loved it. I here, Here's let me tell you what it's got going for it. All right. What it has going for it is it's, it's got, over. It's got Matthew and, Broderick in it. And and, and the, the Netflix seal has been sealed. <laughs> I do like Matthew Broderick. I really do. Ben Stiller. I really is wish he would have stayed favorite. in his bathrobe through the entire movie. That would have been that awesome. Been so much fun. I like the Dorman character. I like the guy from MASH. Uh, whatever. Alan Alda. Yeah, I mm-hmm. like him. So I, 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 it had an amazing cast. I mean, Ben Stiller's not my me? favorite. What? Did you, I know that? Yes. Well, that's because you and your dad watched <laughs> Mass all yeah, the time. We did. But um, so I, I think what it has going for it has an amazing cast, it and does. and the actors actually carry, I think, a really bad storyline. Mm-hmm. And and it, I just think it wasn't. I mean, it right. it's so cheesy. The ending. It was so impossible. Everything. Right. It was. It was just impossible. And um, I was looking yeah. for like an Ocean's Eleven kind of um, thing. Now, nah, that's a movie I like. That's I was thinking that's what it was. And anyway, the next movie that I want is The Darkest Hour. So. Oh, yeah. That's the one you're going to have. I can go to bed for that one because yes. I have absolutely no desire to. Cliff says the other day, he goes, I really want to see that movie again. And I'm like, what movie? And you said the book of Eli. And I'm like, oh, well, I didn't watch that the first time. So I'm okay. I want to watch. I want to watch the book of Eli again, knowing what I know after watching the whole movie. I'll tell you, I know enough because I read the Wikipedia page. Yeah. To know that I'm not going to. Yeah. You you spoiled it for yourself. I think that that's why you didn't get the enjoyment of the end of the movie of course you let the movie had no but but you knew the end i I think you spoiled it for yourself i don't i don't think so because the beginning i i stayed for 20 minutes yeah and it was doing absolutely nothing it was not i like a lot of a different kind of movies i mean i was just telling you the other night you have you are very blessed in that I am very blessed. I love action movies. I love superhero movies. I I like a wide ver- minus um, horror. I don't do I don't do that genre at all, um, and, and for for good reason. <laughs> for good reason. When I was eight years old, I was eight years old. Um, I lived on Elm Street in Ludlow, Kentucky, and my aunt thought it would be a really good job. Um, babysitting job to let me watch nightmare on elm street scarred for life won't go near them it, it's just i don't i don't care if they're done better than that or what i just i won't go near them um it brings back all of that little girl stuff but um 
so horror is a, is a genre, but I like suspense. I like mystery. I mean, I like a lot of different kind of movies. I really do. So you've got that going for you. Mm-hmm. But the book of Eli, I was lost from the beginning. It was a good movie. So I pulled it up on Wikipedia and I scrolled through and I said, yep, I don't need to finish this. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <clears throat> well, my friends, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Family from the Heart. We are taking a week off next week. We are. So be prepared for that. And uh, check out the archives of gspn.tv. There are actually uh, available to you now almost 3,000 podcast episodes. We've recorded more than 3,000, but uh, some of them aren't publicly available to you. (laughs) (laughs) But there are nearly 3,000. We're... I think we're we're only 80 away from our, I guess our quote unquote official 3,000th episode that we we still allow people to listen to. Anyway, plenty of things there. Thank you, Mardell.com, for sponsoring this show. Thank you guys for using promo code GSPN and telling other people about it when they're shopping there. God bless you all. Until next time, live life with purpose. Mm-hmm.